And that's another thing that I'm trying to overcome is like being vulnerable is being embarrassing. But my therapist explains it as it's one of the most courageous things that you can do. And it's something to be so proud of because when you're vulnerable, you're expressing yourself authentically. And when you express yourself authentically, you are showing up as your authentic self, that is attractive. Just from an energetic standpoint, it has nothing to do with how you look or anything external. Putting out authenticity is attractive energy. Hello, my loves. It is so nice to be back with you. I swear, I feel like this instant energy boost as soon as I start recording, although today, not feeling 100% energized, but I'm feeling very peaceful and calm. And who knows, maybe that'll change by the end of the episode because that's usually what happens. But you guys, I have so much that I want to discuss in this week's episode. And I'm just going to give a quick run through because I like to have like a little table of contents, if you will. So number one, I want to talk about my Wyoming trip because it was just so spiritual. And it was my birthday. I had a birthday. I turned 25 years old. And everyone is telling me that 25 is the age. It's it's a transformative big year. And apparently it's when your prefrontal cortex, your brain, stops developing. So my family has explained being 25 as the year where you just get so clear on what you want. And your tastes might change and you might become a little bit more set in your ways, but you have this clarity about what you want and you no longer settle for things that aren't aligned with that. You have less of a bandwidth for that. Whereas, I mean, I feel like I'm always in the mindset of, oh, let me just see this through. Or I'm willing and I'm way more open to things that I feel like after 25, you know, it's kind of like, you know, if you know, you know. If it's not 100% what you want, then you don't even waste your time. Versus in your early 20s, it's more about experimenting with what you like and what you don't like. And I guess when you hit 25, you're a little bit more decisive and clear on what it is that you like and you don't like. So I want to talk about that. And oh, wait, I'm going to have maybe a vulnerability hangover after this. But I saw this piece of advice that I'm gonna share with you guys um, how to ask your higher self for advice and receive divine wisdom and guidance and a little bit about developing inner peace and how actually having inner peace is way more what you want to strive for versus happiness or joy or love, which I've always, it's funny because I remember when I would read these spiritual books it's all about really cultivating this energy of peace. And when you hear older people speak, they just want peace, right? And I had never really wanted that. I did not want it. I did not want peace in my life. But I feel like I'm so, I have ADHD, like I am so high energy that the thought of having peace, I'm just like, why would I, why would I want peace? Like I want, I want excitement. I want liveliness and vibrance and the two can coexist and I think I'm getting a little bit more into that into you know showing up with a sense of peace and I think that's especially needed right now with everything going on in the world all the wars that are I don't even want to get into that 
because this, I want to raise your vibration and expand you by speaking. So without further ado, let's get into it. So I had my birthday in Wyoming and I want to share a little bit of a story. So the, what, the, my, the Wyoming trip, everything's going to tie together. So I explained all those points, but I just want to tie it all together. So I was listening to the Jay Shetty podcast and he said that a piece of advice, if you're struggling in an area, look up a TED talk, look up a YouTube video, look up any type of resource, just Google it. If you're struggling with something, Google a TED talk and listen to it. So I had listened to this podcast a little bit before I'd left. So I was like, okay, this is the perfect opportunity to do that. What did I listen to it on? I Googled how to be vulnerable, how to develop a deeper connection. Vulnerability is something that I am actively working on to improve the relationship with myself, but really the relationships with everyone in my life. And I've noticed, I remember telling my therapist once that I really don't unless it's like my close, close, close friend, I really don't open up. Like I don't talk about my personal life with people. I would much rather ask them questions, have them open up and just have that be. And she encouraged me to start sharing a little bit more about my personal life, like my family and what I deal with and things that I've been through with people that are close to me. And I took her advice and I remembered opening up a little bit more about my relationship with my dad. And I told this to one of my good friends and they had no idea. But afterwards, I remember thinking to myself, wow, vulnerability really does breed connection and it really strengthens connection because I felt so much more connected to her after I just opened up in that way. And it's a, so with friends, it feels for me a little bit less risky. I have a, in friendships, my attachment style is very secure. Thank God. And that it wasn't always like that in middle school. I went through hell. Middle school was just terrible with girls and bullying and, and meanness and not going to lie. I wasn't always the nicest girl in middle school. And I, that's why when people are mean to me or say, passive aggressive backhanded compliments I always know it comes from a place of insecurity or internal hurt because someone who is genuinely happy with themselves will never intentionally try to make someone else feel bad and in middle school we were all bullying each other we were all mean to each other so anytime I was mean or I acted out in that way which I'm not proud of of course I'm not proud of and not even something that I want to admit but in, in light of being vulnerable, um, it always came from a place of insecurity or feeling not good enough or just a place where I wasn't happy with myself. This is like so off topic, but just good life lesson. Anyway, so I listened to this TED talk about vulnerability and connection. And something that I took away from it was that the people who have the most wholehearted, fulfilled lives are the ones who believe that they are worthy of connection. And when you believe that you're worthy of connection, it kind of dissolves the fear around vulnerability because vulnerability is how you create connection. And those 
people who have the courage to show up exactly as they are, that's vulnerable. And she, Brene Brown was the person who gave the talk. She talks about shame and vulnerability and connection. And it really made me think about the kind of relationship I have with this guy that I'm dating. And it's long distance. And I keep questioning whether it's worth it for me to do this. And what Brene Brown said was, vulnerability she literally gave this example I felt like she I felt like she was speaking to me but an, an example of vulnerability is investing yourself in a relationship where you don't know whether it's going to work out that is vulnerable and I've been having so much fear around it because of past relationships and being hurt in the past and finally feeling like in in the past where I finally feel a little bit more comfortable to share more about myself or share more about how I'm feeling. And it's then met with like, oh, you know, this isn't going to work out or like down the line, it doesn't work out. So all the times that I have opened up and been vulnerable and taken that leap, it didn't work out for me. So it kind of builds this armor and protection around myself. And that's something that I'm actively trying to break down. And I think it definitely, you are aligned, divinely guided towards people that once you are conscious of what you want to change or what you want to heal or what whatever it is, each person, whether it works out or not, is going to help you get closer to that. And they serve a role or a purpose in your life, no matter how long they're, they're in your life for, that gets you, it's like chipping away and you know, some stay longer than others. So that's been healing in itself to just see it from that way. But yeah, so that is something that I am working on. And on my birthday, I got a birthday text from the guy that I am dating, seeing, I don't know, however you want to call it. And I literally bursted out into tears because it just I remember hearing someone say how a guy treats you on your birthday is how they feel about you and granted we've only been seeing each other for like two months but I don't know like I'm such a hopeless romantic and I feel like it's something that I also need to work on I've dated guys and they would be like I didn't even know that you liked me because one of my protection mechanisms to protect myself from getting hurt is I avoid vulnerability and I avoid really showing and expressing how I feel and what I need. And so, but I'm trying to be better at that. So he texts me and I just bursted out crying. It was like not what I expected. I would have wanted something more meaningful and I was just like, great, I've done this again. I've invested, you know, more time, more energy into this person. And I just feel like, for what? Now I'm just embarrassing myself. And that's another thing that I'm trying to overcome is like being vulnerable is being embarrassing. But my therapist explains it as it's one of the most courageous things that you can do. And it's something to be so proud of for yourself. It's one of the most authentic things 
most attractive things that you can do because when you're vulnerable, you're expressing yourself authentically. And when you express yourself authentically, you are showing up as your authentic self. That is attractive. Just from an energetic standpoint, it has nothing to do with how you look or anything external. Putting out authentic putting out the authentic you, putting out authenticity is attractive energy because it's aligned with who you are. You're not faking anything. There's no ego attachment. It comes from your heart. It comes from your, from your soul. So when you put out that energy, it's attractive. It literally magnetizes people who are aligned with you and things that are even better than you could have even imagined. So I tried to remind myself that when I'm being vulnerable and I knew that in this instance, I could have either played it cool, I could have just hearted his message, not said anything and been passive aggressive. And then you, and then I was like, you know what? This is a major opportunity for me to just be vulnerable and say how I feel instead of trying to be the cool girl who doesn't get emotions involved or anything. Like I've done that and it hasn't worked out for me. So if I want to make a change and I want to show up differently, And I'm so committed to being the best version of myself that I will do, I I will take the action that feels uncomfortable, that doesn't feel like what I'm used to, if it's going to help me be better and get me to the next step. So I decided to be vulnerable. And I just basically said, like, honestly, this makes me really sad Like, I feel really, really hurt. I just, I would have expected a more meaningful message from you and blah, blah, blah. And he ended up, he was like, I, he had called me the night before, but I was like half asleep. And he was like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I thought he just meant like, okay, we'll text. But he meant that he was going to call me tomorrow, aka on my birthday. So Maybe it was a little bit of a miscommunication. I don't know, but I'm glad that I said something instead of being passive aggressive. And every time, and this is actually a piece of advice, whether it has, it it could be with vulnerability, it could be with anything when you're moving through a fear or doing the thing that scares you. This is a major mindset shift piece of advice that has been helping me so much is when you do the thing that you're afraid of. In this case, it was being vulnerable and expressing how I feel. You do it and then you realize, okay, I just said how I feel. Everything is still okay. The world is still turning. I didn't collapse. You know, nothing happened. Nothing bad happened. I didn't, I didn't combust. I didn't like, you know what I mean? It's like, we, we are so afraid. And I actually told this to my friend who was afraid of posting on social media. I was like, I'm not even going to say her name. Whatever. Her name is Faith. I said, Faith, you just, you post a video. I know you're scared to post a video, post the video. What's going to happen after you just posted it. And then the world keeps turning. And then you realize like, okay, I can do the thing and I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I feel the same. And the worst that happens is like, I don't know, it's not even that bad. And all so yeah, and it's it's I think really important that after you do the thing that you're afraid of, you take a moment, you step back, you take a deep breath and you acknowledge like, okay, I just did that. And I'm good. Like, I'm okay. Everything is okay. 
And that always will be the case when you do something that's aligned with your heart and with your soul and has no bad intentions or ego egoic intentions towards someone else. So I did that. And yeah, I mean, it was definitely nerve wracking. It was definitely scary. But the more that I've been able to practice it, the more I've been building up this muscle almost of like, okay, I can do these things and I'm going to be okay. And it's kind of exciting then when you are presented with an opportunity to be vulnerable. And now I'm like, okay, the universe is giving me this as an opportunity. I'm going to practice. And, you know, they might not respond the way that I want. And my friend Olivia gave me this specific example for vulnerability, but she was like, I always think that it's better to be vulnerable instead of passive because you either get the response that you want and you become closer or you get the clarity that you need. So it's a win-win versus just being in this limbo or the unknown when you could just express how you feel and either move forward or you can let it go. And either way, you're gonna be you're gonna be okay. So that was a little a little, I guess, learning lesson. And he did end up calling me and he apologized and everything. And it's a very nuanced situation. I don't even know if I can get into it because I don't, it's just tough. I've never done a long distance relationship before. And it's just, it's scary. Like it's scary to be vulnerable. It's scary to invest into something that I don't know whether it's going to work out. And then because I don't know whether it's going to work out, it's scary to like really put my all into it. Um, it's just scary. It's scary. And I'm doing it anyway. And that's something that I will always preach and something that I know I do well that I will give myself credit for is I'm afraid of a lot of things. A lot of things scare me. Starting a podcast scared me. Putting myself out there online scares me. You know, sharing my opinions openly scares me. Putting my, just, I have a lot of fears, but I will always do it regardless of the fear. And that's something that I encourage all of you to do is no matter how afraid you are, do it. Do it scared. Do it scared, but just do it. Nike. Um, But just do it. And I'm telling you, the greater... The bigger the risk, the greater the reward. So yeah, and to tie it into the next topic that I wanted to talk about was how to ask your higher self for advice. And that's something that I'm really trying to work on is because I used to be the girl who before making a decision, before sending a text, before posting a picture, I would send a screenshot to Every single one of my friends, my mom, my dad, my cousin, I would ask every single person what their opinion was, what I should do, et cetera. And when I started working with my therapist, she explained that every time you outsource an opinion before you know what you want to do, you are weakening your voice of intuition. And the more you weaken your voice of intuition, the less it's going to come through. So something I've really been working on is strengthening my intuition and relying on my own on, on that, on my spiritual belief system and my intuition. And 
I think part of it is also another protection mechanism. Like, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to, you know, take the accountability of something going wrong. I could just be like, oh, well, this person told me to do this. So it wasn't really me. But I'm now realizing, like, even if I do make the wrong choice, it's not, it's still not the wrong choice because it taught me something that I need to, I needed to experience in order to fully know so that moving forward, then I can make the decision based on what I've learned in the past because of what I chose to do. Now it's more sunken into my brain of like, okay, I chose to make this decision. It didn't work out. I'm going to do it differently instead of just not knowing and asking everyone else for their opinion. So the way that I've been practicing this is I think about my higher self and I think about who she is, what she's accomplished, where she is at in her life, you know, the things that I want for myself. I see it fully manifested. And I ask her and I'm like, would you, would that version of myself be okay with this situation? And you have to be so radically honest with yourself. And if that doesn't work, another mindset shift that you can use is I literally envision, I'll go into like a meditation or even just before bed, and I imagine one of my friends coming to me and telling me whatever, telling me whatever I'm going through. So say I'm, I don't know what to do about this relationship that I'm, this long distance relationship. And I imagine one of my close friends coming to me and saying, Sabrina, I don't know what to do about this relationship, aka my relationship. And I think like, would I want this situation for my friend? What would I tell my friend in this situation? And I just flip the, the, the roles because it almost allows you to see the situation from an unbiased and emotionally detached perspective. And from that perspective, I can be like, okay, give yourself a little bit of grace or uh, like, what are you thinking? This guy is just not it. You do you know what I mean? So you can almost see it clearly when you envision your friend coming to you asking for advice on the situation that you're going through, but you just pretend that they're going through it. So that's what I've been doing. That's been helpful. And also just like, I feel like we have this sense of urgency to have things figured out right now and have all this certainty. And I'm kind of just learning to live and be with what is. And this has to do with the inner peace. I feel like I've been practicing because this is not, doesn't come naturally to me. I don't think it comes naturally to a lot of people. But I've been practicing just accepting the situation for what it is. And when you can accept a situation in the present moment for what it is without trying to control it, without trying to change it, you let go of resistance. There's an element of non-resistance. Non-resistance equals flow. You're able to just be and you're able to flow. And that's when the magic starts to come in because you are now in the flow with the universe. You're in this dance with the universe. And when you have this sense of ease and flow and non-resistance, that equals peace. That equals inner peace. And I was reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and he explained that your happiness and your joy is can always come and go. You can have situations where you experience grief or you experience something just terrible out of your control that's happening. And of course, you're not going to feel happy and you're not going to feel joyful in that situation, but your inner peace will never leave. 
And I just thought that that just hit me so hard is that you can have all, you can experience unhappiness. And honestly, unhappiness and those negative situations are, there's such valuable learning opportunities in them once you can, you know, give yourself yourself the space to reflect. But if you can cultivate that sense of inner peace, that even when everything around you is not, is not going how you'd like it to, and you're not feeling a sense of happiness, your inner, if you can cultivate that inner sense of peace and groundedness and centeredness, then it doesn't matter what's going on around you because you'll still be grounded. You'll still be good. And that's not something that anyone can take away from you. So, and you can start to cultivate that sense of inner peace when you start accepting situations, people, experiences for what they are instead of trying to change it. And in fact, even with this guy that I'm seeing, I remember something had pissed me off or like annoyed me and I just sat with it. Like, you know what it was? It was like, whatever, I'll share it. I had sent him a gym selfie and all he wrote was get it. And I was like, I just sent you a cute, hot selfie and all you're saying is get it? Like, what? But of course, that's so ego. That's like me seeking external validation. So I sat with it and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I am annoyed at his response. I'm annoyed and there's nothing I can do about it. I can't control him. And then you start to think of it from the lens of compassion. Like maybe he's busy at work. Like it has nothing to do with how he feels about you. It's just your own insecurities projecting. So I literally just sat with it. And the more I just accepted it and then started to shift it instead of being like, I'm so annoyed, like I'm so mad, whatever. I just kept surrendering that thought. Every time I came up, I was like, I surrender this. Like, I want to feel good. I just, I want to be peaceful with this. Like, I don't want this to, I don't want to be so reactive. And I just kept sitting with that. I was like, yep, I'm, I'm annoyed. And that's okay. I, I'm annoyed and that's okay. And then the more that you start to accept it, the more you can have compassion for the other person and then realize like, I don't need to take everything so personally because it's not such a personal thing. It's just not, it's not as serious as we make it out to be. And, and then it, everything was fine. And then, and then I like, and then later that day, and it was crazy because I really felt my energy shift. We were taught and then he was like complimenting me like later that day, not that I was even asking for it. And it's something that I'm working on is like not needing external validation so much or thinking that that's how I, how someone shows me that they're interested in me. There's other ways. That's another, that's a whole other thing. But allowing myself to just be with it, to be with my annoyance and just to accept the situation, it, because I was present with it, it let go of the resistance that I was holding onto. And the more that I let go of the resistance, the more oneness and compassion and love I was able to start feeling again. And then when I returned to that state, I show up and I just didn't reply to him until I felt like I was like back to like, I'm good, right? Like I'm good. Doesn't mean anything. I just got annoyed. That's my own shit that I need to take care of. And then I can show up in the way that I want to show up in a relationship, which is warm and loving and light and fun. And and then it ended up being fine. Like it, so yeah, all that to say, inner peace, 
we love it we're here for it um i feel like i just went in circles i hope this made sense if you got to the end of this episode i love you i hope you gained at least one thing from this i feel like i could continue talking about it but i'm going in circles um i love you if you haven't rated the podcast yet please do on apple and spotify wherever you listen to it helps me helps the podcast helps me help you and yeah so thank you guys for listening i love you and i will see you in the next episode